Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Denae. Hi everyone, my name is Steel Maggie and I am a noir pop artist. Um, I have been working with John McLucas, who you are going to hear from shortly on Warning Label, which is my most recent single. What is going on? My name is John McLucas. I am a, I guess I'm a noir pop producer. Yeah. Worked out that way. (laughs) Love it. Um, And yeah, so I'm a pop music producer in the Los Angeles area. And again, here to talk about Warning Label from my perspective and on the technical production end. Yes, yes. And today's episode on Soundscrub, we are going to be talking about Warning Label by Steel Maggie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I want to go ahead and start off. What is this song about? Okay, so um, this song went through a couple iterations. Usually they always go through like millions of rewrites every single one of my songs. Um, But this one, not too many, which is really cool. Um, So this, I wrote about a situation um, that I was in with actually a other producer who was initially producing my work. Interesting. Um, My first, (laughs) yeah. And um, things went in a direction and they shouldn't have gone in in a direction, but that's what happens when you combine alcohol and... um, graduation weekend and um so things things fell apart my fault um and but then I was hearing that he was saying things that weren't true and um also in college I kind of had a bit bit of a reputation as a wild I was like a wild girl um people just I was oh yeah Mariah she gets crazy she does she does bullshit um just like like just you know I mean I was a party girl um so I wrote about um Really, I just felt like, okay, like, I feel like I should have a warning label on me because, like, yeah, just don't, don't date me, you know, don't, I was, I felt like Taylor Swift, and every time I play this song live, it's like, this is like my most Taylor Swift song, um, because I just felt, I, it's, it's not like I want, I want to be labeled that way, but I just felt like, um, it was just, I, I just felt like everyone was, you know, I didn't think everyone was talking about me, but, like, in that moment, it was like, I don't think anyone really knows who I am, and you know what? Fuck it. I give up. You know? Leave me alone. Um, and then the song kind of evolved to um, not be about labeling other people. Um, so that's it's kind of like a long story, but um, yeah, it evolved into that. Oh my gosh. Wait, I had no... I would have never yeah. like picked that out by listening to that. Um, uh, we have a very similar college experience then and no uh, way yeah Super. that is uh yeah. very interesting to me yeah yeah definitely um so with the um like with the lyrics like because i'm an open book now you refuse to read you can tell your friends you burned the witch and that there's something wrong with me that was those are very pointed for multiple situations now because as me and john have talked about um my songs just keep like becoming more true and true over time for my life. So uh-huh. it's just kind of weird that way, you know? Yeah, very self-fulfilling prophecy with a lot of the stuff that she ends up writing. Wow, that is for better insane. Worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were writing this with another producer? No, I wasn't. I wrote oh. this after Shenanigans. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Like, wait, like six months after, like, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... The initial one. The initial 
Did you just, did this, what inspired you to write it? Did you just want to, like, I was just, just like, get it out I just of, needed to get it out. Yeah, like, I had a melody, and then I was like, this is really cool, and I was like, why don't you leave me alone? That, I thought, I, I heard the, oh, alone, um, um, and I was like, okay, what could this be about? I had, like, I had the title warning label in my head, because okay. I was thinking about, like, the situation, and I was like, Oh, okay, this is starting to put come together, you know. So, and then I just started to write the the verses, and yeah, just kind of fell into place. And so it turns out I'm the monster. I wanted it to be kind of like a story. Like I'm kind of being sarcastic there. Like I guess, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, you, know, you can talk about. Well, me. I'm so I'm really yeah. sorry that happened to you because yeah, I had a horrible college college experience. I played a part. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, similar. Ish yeah. situation. I mean, I yeah. we haven't gotten into yeah. depth about yeah. what you went through, but I'm really sorry that it's totally fine. Like I, I kind of played into it a little bit. I was like, I started to form an identity over it because mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't really feel like that's who I was too much, but it's just, you know, enough people say it, and it's like, okay, I guess that's who I am. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. How yeah. like that? I mean, I I've definitely seen that happen with like every person in their own situation. It's like. I know people who are more quiet and shy and like they almost feel like they need to conform to it once people have said, oh yeah, she's, you know, she's a little more shy, like a little quieter, a little more reserved and then it's like, then you almost feel like you have to. Right. It's weird because nobody's like, be a, be a crazy wild girl. Like, like nobody's saying that but it, you feel this weird underlying pressure to meet their expectation of what they think of you and it's fascinating. Like, that. this is unrelated to the song. That's just more like, like just like yeah. life but I'm just saying just it, it is incredible how like you'll live your life based on what you think people may or may not even like truly think of you well I think it is about the song because it's the warning labels is what we put on ourselves as well you know very true yeah so um, you want to make sure that it's like is this something that I want to call myself in my thought life you know and that's something I talk about in mind mind made wrong it's mm-hmm. like your words in internally count you know so big time yeah all right. Yeah. Well, how did uh, McLucas come into play? Did you meet, know him before? I did. I knew him. I met him actually like a couple months before this happened. Um, and um, it was like, I didn't know because I was, we, we met him friends on Facebook. It was this really funny experience because I was also drunk at this event. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Wild girl. That's what I thought. Right? Am I right? <laughs> So you're like, oh, she's interesting. Um, Yeah, no, I was emceeing an event. Um, We have a mutual friend, Brent Sampson, and he was doing a battle of the bands, and he was doing drums for him, right? Just for I think well, no, I think it's for Maddie, but either way. Oh, Brent was was there. Yeah, no, I think I played for both. I played for both of them at a variety of times. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we became friends, and then I the situation happened, and I was like, dude, I need to produce this. Like, this needs to happen. And so I started watching him, and he was like, he was like a really good showing he was a really good pop producer on Facebook and doing, like, live mixing and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was just like, this guy, I feel like, I feel like I felt, like, compelled to, like, reach out. And then we started, we recorded Signs of a Struggle December 2017, and then mm-hmm. it was all from there. Yeah. Yeah, it was the, um, I mean, and, like, this example of, like, how things have happened, it's, it's one of the big things where I'm like, guys, you need to just, like, post what you're working on. Like, right. literally, if people just see that you're doing stuff, it could be 10 people, but, like, it's about, it's about forming that relation of like you know me being labeled pop producer yeah like if you want to be labeled that like you need to put out stuff showing like that you're actively doing it and people form that 
Yeah, good yeah. lady, yeah. <laughs> I got a good lady. Did you have an idea of the sound that you wanted for this while you were writing? Well, I have a very 80s sound, mm-hmm. and um, just in general. And um, I wanted to kind of grow from a Demolition Woman, which was extremely 80s. I wanted... I've been listening. To, I was listening to a lot of 1975, and it kind of like it gave me. Um, it doesn't really sound like 1975 at all. Um, but then um, I was. I gave him some reference tracks, and um, we've got uh, that. It's not living without you, you know. And I wanted that feeling. Um, I really liked their song "Loudspeaker" by Muna. I think that's how you say it. Um, and this that song really had like that flavor. So I wanted to infuse a little bit more modern kind of more modern pop into it so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so it was just it evolved yeah. yeah a lot of ambience it doesn't sound like it in that song but god there's like 35 guitar tracks it's ridiculous because there's like so many points where like the delay tail changes or like the reverb length changes or it's a little dirtier and it, it's it's ridiculous the pro tool session yeah uh, but yeah it's like nailing that like ambience in space where it feels effortless but like deviously, you can effortless. tell. Yeah, you can tell it's not on Demolition Woman. Yeah, you know you can tell it's a distinct departure, not a distinct like it's, but it's super subtle. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just a little bit more up. I I feel like it's a little bit more fuck you. It's a little bit more upbeat, but like it's I don't know. It's like it's a little bit more um, less. I want to say less in your face. I don't know. I don't know. What do you feel? It's like a graceful. Like it's yeah. like a graceful blossoming of a fuck you. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, Absolutely. the sound of yeah referring to the sound of this song, right? Yeah, it's very. I can hear that. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I definitely got like the fuck you vibe. Like when I was listening to it, I did not. Once you told me what the song is about, just right now, like I did not get that at all. Like I had no mm-hmm. idea that yeah, that was, happened in your past. I, it was more like a fuck you anthem to me. In general. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a vague vague references. No one really understands. No one would no one would know. I don't think the person I was writing about would know. Yeah. So, that's yeah. good. Damn. Well, I do love the guitars in the production as well. That stood out to me. So Thank you. kudos no, to you on you. that. Yeah, I actually want to hear more about the production of this Song. Oh, song. Oh, shit. You're the star. <laughs> uh, Sometimes no. I wish we did have a camera on you just so I could see your reactions. The, fa- I- the facial <laughs> stuff? Yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh. Um, just I wanted to know like every single detail so that you could um, bring out her lyrical content in this song. Yeah. Well, I think um, this song especially, it's one of those songs where like you're... It's like this thing that's been happening the last five years that I've been exploring a lot, which is like making ambience. That's also like chord based, but is also like watery and like too not really feeling like chords, but it's still making chord shapes. So it's like a lot of times there's instruments that might be in there. That'll play one voicing of the chord, one note from the chord shapes in a way that then doesn't feel like you're playing it on a guitar. Um, and that was definitely the case with this song. Cause you know, doom, doom. Like, that's octaves. Oh, wait, no, no, yeah. That, that's, yeah. But, like, yeah, so, like, the thing in the verse, it's just two notes droning octaves, but really the chord shape, yeah, is, like, a D to an A. Yeah. Or F sharp minor it's to D, A. It's, um, it's, 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 no, it's F, F minor to A flat. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I, I think I thought it was an A. Um, and it's, like, how do I then express that without just feeling, like, chord, chord, like, 
Right. It's got to be myst- more mysterious, mm-hmm. especially with the like beginning lines. Like, will it turn? Well, it turns out. Or is it so? It turns out. So it, so it turns out. Okay. <laughs> so it turns out I'm the monster. Like, that's not just playing some chords and like. Right. You om- It needs to feel. <laughs> it's like an A chord. It's like the home chord, but it can't really feel too homey. Mm-hmm. But it needs the solidity of it. So it's like wa- it's walking this very fine line of like expressing chords without doing it without doing chords. So there's a lot of that in playing with like reverb sounds and mm-hmm. bringing harmonics that are then filling up space, but not necessarily explicit in what they say. Like I'm playing an A note, but there's no major third. There's nothing saying this is an, an A major, uh, A flat major chord, excuse me. So that was probably the biggest thing. Yeah, it was like doing that and having all these little ambiences. And, and, but on top of that, my favorite thing is the little plinky synth that has a ton of delay where it's like... Da, 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 oh my God, that, that, that's so important. That's yeah. so important. I just need to talk about that because the, the time in my life when we were recording this in January, you know, this January, mm-hmm. um, was so incredibly... Um, Terrible. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, no, I would come in crying to the session. Um, and um, it, there's, we had to like, I had to like sleep, like kind of like nap for a second because it was just so, like everything was so um, charged. And, um, you know, I was, it was a really, it was a bad relationship. It, it all, it had crumbled, um, far earlier. Um, but I was still trying to make it work. I did, I did everything to, to basically just fuck everything up. We, he, he is very toxic, um, this individual. Um, but I'm also as well. Um, and just did not work out. Um, and that's just a, an extremely short <laughs> Cliff Notes version of it. And that's all I'll say about that. Um, but those synths, these synths like really just kind of, I don't know what it was about that, but the, um, maybe you could send her the stem or I could send her the stem for the, you know, yeah. and then the, yeah, if your mom knows in the, in the, in the, I just, yeah. I don't know what it was, but like those just kind of like sparked something like that was like dead, I guess. And like, I felt like Steel Maggie, you know, when I, when I played those, when I was like trying to work them out and I was like, there was like this just like moment of light, you know, in that really dark place, you mm-hmm. know, and I felt it was just really, it was really important. Yeah. Wow. So like, I don't know. I, I've never been able to describe a synth as important, but, um, yeah, it was just like, and then every time I hear it, I like go back to that, you know, in my head and it's like, I don't know. It's just like a breath. Yeah. And where where are those synths placed? Are they um, like placed in a, an important? They're all in the chorus and in the bridge and they're all in the chorus.
Okay. And I think there's variations. Again, this is one of those things. There's like ten tracks because it's like then there's like the main sound, then there's one where it's like low, like darker but plinky. longer tails. Yeah, plink, yeah, the plinky two, plinky three, plinky wet, plinky dry, plinky left, like all this stuff. But it's like one of the main kind of eighties vibes mm-hmm. sounds in the track. Um, that's it's incredibly integral and yeah, I, I that these I mean this one first of three songs is like so representative of, of this journey because I I mean I remember the first day that was literally the first day that we started this group of sessions was like the fall of Rome yeah for you yeah and sure. like that was it was such a journey from that to these songs being done um in every, literally every single way just, just from like obviously the songs and then but more like your soul and the journey that like she went on to pretty much like con- like conquer like getting rid of this, this this trash dude but also like conquering like the things inside that um, that draw you back to it like, right like gluttonous wow. you know hey, like hey, literally hey. that but like to the point where it's like Mariah I might have to like chain you in a fucking closet for 10 days because you to like detox you and I'll put water on a little gerbil, you know, sit before you. Like, we need to, we need to get you, like, put you on a farm, put your phone in a well, and then, like, you're just, like, away from the world and you can't escape. You know how bad it was. Yeah. When I was, like, texting and texting and texting. Like, I couldn't stop because it was just, I was so hooked onto him. Like, I wanted his approval and I wanted to be back with him. But it was such a, to- like, a toxic environment in my mind because mm-hmm. um, I... I just, I, I lost, it was, it was my fault, you know, and I, I lost everything that I thought I wanted. Um, but it turned out to be an absolute blessing because, um, Mm -hmm. it was, it was, I feel like it it was so mentally dangerous. I, if I had not, like if things hadn't transpired the way they had transpired, like I would still, I wouldn't be doing any of this. I would not be doing any of this. I would be completely, I'd be a shell. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, you know, I don't know what would happen. So, um, yeah, it was like, like you said, it's just such a transformation, such a, like a, like a rebirth, I think. Um, but yeah, he had to talk me through like a lot of things. Dang. He, he went through a lot of my mental bullshit. Um, and I, it, he's you. been, he was so patient too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You wanted to talk about the song. We ended up having a therapy. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> no, but that's what the works. song. I was literally that's... actually just going to ask about the recording process. So no, that's pretty much it. Honestly, like it was, it was so, it was like in a way, uh, very intimate in that sense, because it was like, you were your like deepest self and with me. And, you know, I, I want to put, like, tremendous care on how to navigate that. Right. And, you know, obviously I voiced my opinions. Um, I voiced my opinions on the first EP <laughs> uh, about him. But, you know, we got, we got you there. We, we, we got you away from eventually. Yeah. So it's just a lot of that. But in that same space, then those moments of triumph brought about, like, really special recordings and finished products. So that was... was a, fucking battle is a crazy battle yeah. just like that out of eden ep yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah so that's coming, that's coming. <coughs> there we go no i'm just trying to make I it quiet for this is dying <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please <laughs> um 
Well, did anything end up changing during the recording process at all as far as lyrical content while you're, you know, going through that mental state or nothing? I don't know. I don't... You're just bringing bangers. What can I say? Yeah, I I, I don't... I... I, And nothing really changed. It's... I think I changed, I want to say. Yeah, that's... And, um, you know, what was really encouraging was when I would, like, just belt some things, you know, like that would really get a lot of it out. And I, I think I brought, I, this is my best, you know, um, not just warning label, but out of Eden. Like this is, this is like, I'm just going to keep getting better. And like, I just, I surprised myself, I think with mm-hmm. what I could bring to the table, even in that kind of mental state. You yeah. Know? yeah. Cause it was like a month. And I actually don't, even, I don't remember which song it was, but there was one song where you brought in like the six inch pumps, uh, or like you brought in some crazy heels Oh my gosh, to, to sing in? To sing in. Oh, I always do that now. Yeah. It's never, it's never, I mean, these are not like big heels right now, but like, I always wear heels now. You need something, ver- yeah, like, she need like, it was crazy that. too, because she came in, yeah, brought that shit, and then she's like, hold on one second, she puts that on, and then I'm like, all right, bring the mic stand up, you know, <laughs> like, get you all situated, and it's like night and day. And so, you know, so that, that was like a cool, I don't remember if this is this song explicitly or one of the other two, but I remember there was a part where, I think it was this song, because because. Okay, here. All right, I got it. All right, here's a, this is from, this is from, I do remember this. We recorded it. This is one of the first ones we approached. I do remember. And we did, we did lead vocal, and then you came back and you said, John, that first half needs to go. The first half of the song. We need to can it. And then I put on the heels. And then you put on the heels. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was. That was a good call. <laughs> that was like crazy. That was a crazy difference. So was this song. Put on the fucking crazy heels that are like three miles high and. Standing on a pencil and like she nailed it. So I don't know. It's an attitude. Wow. If anyone needs like an attitude, well, I'm gonna boost. try that. Next yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. Even if, if you're if you're a dude, you know, hey, get some get to order some 12 inch. You know, order some order some drag heels. You mm-hmm. know, and you can, I'm gonna need you practice for yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> so you will feel like a goddess. Yeah. All right, I'm into it. I'm into it. So that was that was. I do remember that moment now that you asked. And um, God, there's one other thing. That I wanted to um, talk about. Okay, just just the harmony game because I love I love harmonies, but like I feel I'm the one learning when she's harmonizing, like when you're harmonizing. It's and it's just so cool to watch because ninety eight percent of the harmony stuff happening there is all her. Like literally, I don't even say anything. I just play. I just play a few lines. You know, she'll like sing pretty much off the top of her head and it's like perfect and i'm like okay great all right now do you remember all that <laughs> and then I'll, I'll play back pieces record it you know tinker a few things and then only if there's something where she's getting stuck on i might toss like an idea in there right but she just goes like literally yeah just all right first verse just play it and then she's like, got it in about 45 seconds and i'm like great all right two takes bing 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 wow that's great and then she's like i got an idea and she'll think of these crazy unconventional things that are really cool that i've definitely taken note of and put in this stuff. Um, it's really cool to watch her work, like, in the harmony way, because it's all unplanned. Yeah, it's really... I'm really starting to get into vocal textures. I've always been into vocal textures, because I've always been in choirs, and yeah. always just singing, but uh, vocal textures in my own music. Like, we mm-hmm. were talking about, like, later on, like, I'm going to do, like, a completely vocal EP. Completely Oof. vocal. Yeah. With, like, multiple... I mean, multiple people. Like, I want, I want like, a, like a yeah. dudes for bass, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. You're going <laughs> to... Yeah. Vocal. Or like just reiterations, like maybe like a re-up of Demolition Woman as a vocal. Yeah, I don't know. 
Not opposed. Who knows? That'd be nuts. Yeah, that'd be so fun. It's like, I know she can pull it off because she can, like, she can just hear all these layers and all this really cool stuff. And it's so, it's just, like, fascinating to observe. And, like, replicating, actually, the instruments with the with voice. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah. That'd be so, that'd be sick as fuck. Dude, so stoked. Oh. Nice. Dang. I'm down. Awesome. I want to know what your favorite lyric is. Hey, dude. You know what? I, I actually really like, um... <laughs> Um, I really like self-made, homegrown, running on some promising lies. Yeah. God damn, that's baller. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. Self-made, homegrown, running on some promising lies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's. I feel like you know we lie to ourselves a lot. You know, yeah. but they feel promising, right? They feel like the truth. Right. You know. So that's mm-hmm. it's is a true lyric. Right? Yeah. And like the lyrics, in that time, that lyrics were so true. For They're me. painfully like, true. They were like ridiculously, like just torturously true. Nauseatingly yeah. true. Yeah, no, it was nuts. Um, for me, it's probably, it's the intro line. So it turns out on the monster. Like, and it's the way that you broke it in half. Well, so it turns out. So it turns out what? Yeah, it's like, like I want to, yeah, it's like, okay, so it's that thing, you know, because you take like a song, I took a songwriting class in like community college and like, well, you got to make sure that the first line is the, you know, got to hook them in with the old bingeroonie. And they gave me some Bob Dylan example. It's irrelevant to my own experience. And I'm like, cool. Um, but with that lyric, I'm like, so it turns out like, like it makes me lean yeah, forward. Like, I, and then, and then like, I'm the monster. And I'm like, okay. I want to know more. You know, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'll get, all right. I got a little bit of time now. Like, tell me about this story. Um, and so I remember the very first time I heard this on like phone demo on a piano on the phone kind of thing. I was like that that stuck out to me as as like a it's like, yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm on board. Whatever whatever the whatever the journey is. <laughs> and favorite production element. I think we probably <laughs> hit it the <laughs> from sense, right? that, that the synths. <laughs> Those synths. Um but then also um I really liked the um like the, the warbling that we had in the um the bridge. Um, mm. um, yeah, the yeah, and there was like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like the, it's like this low droney stuff. Yeah, that's like filling up the space. Yeah, it was like droney. It was guitar-y, but like you couldn't really tell. Like, it is. It is like the yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that bridge. That bridge transition was dope. Because they yeah, that's everything. Yeah. What she said. Um, no, that's a really cool moment. I think, yeah, the ways that the voice were used. And it, this, this, I can't believe we went the whole time without saying. Ah, oh my God. Like the, the <laughs> tag at the end of the chorus. It's like this wall of Mariah. It's so wonderful. Maggie. It, uh, Maggie. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Edit that out. I'm so sorry. Um, Rock. It's okay. He's done it a couple times already. Yeah. And, oh my God. <laughs> Leave it out like an expletive, uh, like an expletive, but um, that wall of female lady voices is um, just monstrous and it's so cool and like, but so smooth and so subtle and warm at the same time. It's warm. I think yeah. that's the difference between like I think still still sorry still nostalgia. That's something else. Um, Demolition Woman is a bit colder. You yeah. Know, in tech, it's more like, cutting. This is more like. This is like punching through butter. Interesting. You know, it's like it hits, but it's buttery. It's buttery. I like that. It's a good analogy. It's warmer. It's warmer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
Microwaved butter. Microwaved butter. <laughs> Next EP. It's good that whole concept album you had in mind. We're yeah. Microwaved butter. It's keto. Soon. It's keto. Keto. Oh, it's keto. All right, that's good. Stay credit. All right, well, any last words on the song? I... No, I, I thought I heard you before we started recording say that this wasn't going to be a single. Oh, yeah. Well, I wasn't even thinking. I wasn't thinking about the next work. I wanted Out of Eden. I wanted because it used to be called Get Out, um, which I don't want to make this about that song. But um, I was I was thinking about that. And I was thinking about some other things that I was writing. And I was going to make a different, completely different EP. And Warning Label was like possibly but like I didn't think that I would go in this direction with it so but then I just started started no this feels right and so it always they always come out that way always mm-hmm. it just like Fair shows itself. it literally just shows itself and it's like okay yeah. we must all right yeah and here's warning label by steel maggie To download and stream the full song and learn more about the artist, please visit the description of this episode. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. Thank you for listening.